he replies to them, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be impossible for you. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. Found throughout the Bible, we read time after time that God calls us to live a life of abundance. Many Christians struggle with finding the path God intends for our lives, but you aren't meant to seek God's abundant life alone. Welcome to the Hearing God's Voice podcast, where we seek transformation to abundant life through learning to hear God's voice. Living an abundant life can mean wearing many hats. Jeffrey Paul's journey has taken him from celebrity hairdresser focused on outer beauty to an author, teacher, and friend to all seeking God's abundant life. Join us and renew with spiritual teachings along with inspirational interviews and health and wellness tips to help keep our bodies and minds strong in faith. Welcome your host, speaker, teacher, and friend, Jeffrey Paul. It was in Psalms 100 today, and it was a blessing because it talks about opening the gates of heaven with praise and thanksgiving. I'm sure you've heard a lot of lessons on Thanksgiving, and this morning I really wanted to take a different approach. You know, there was a question I asked Lord this morning as I was giving him thanks and reading Psalms 100, which was, Lord, how do we increase faith? How can whatever faith I have increase to a higher level, to a level that really moves mountains? And, you know, pulls trees out of the roots and cast them into the sea, as your scriptures talk about. How can I do that, Lord? How can I help others increase their faith by learning a lesson that you would teach as you taught through the scriptures? And then he started. And if you know the Lord, when he asked him a question, just like the disciples, when they asked him a question about the soil or the seeds, he just embellishes a beautiful, beautiful parable of understanding. And so we did that. And I want to share that with you. I want you to meditate on these scriptures in this particular study that I'm going to share more like a Bible study today to really help us grow. There was a prayer request that arthritis was raging in, in, a, in a body of some precious, precious lady that has been with us every morning practically. And it was beautiful that many of you jumped in and were encouraged and strengthened and fanned her faith in relationship of hope. I really want you to think about you right now. And I know that's kind of the opposite. That's the kind of an oxymoron when you think, think of others, as the scripture talks about. But I want you to think of your need to increase your faith. Because increasing your faith gives you the ability more to take steps of faith, speak words of faith into others' lives, which then hopefully plant seeds in their life to help their faith grow. And that's what advancing the kingdom of God really is all about that Jesus teaches through the scriptures, especially throughout chapters of of Matthew, where he takes you to the garden and he takes you through the process. So I'm going to give you a series of scriptures. You're going to want to take some of these down because they're going to amplify, I think, in your mind because I prayed for it. So let's pray right now before we start. Lord, I pray that you give me the ability to just share what you've put in my heart and on my journal and through the scriptures today. That you give me the ability to not be my words, but your words. And that you give me the ability to really bring forth the message that you have. You have, Lord, that you've given through your word, through your voice, to let us grow in our faith and then grow the kingdom of God within us and then throughout the world. I ask this in Jesus' name. Hey, let's turn to Matthew chapter 17. In verse 20, and we're going to talk about the smallest seed in the garden, which is, as you all rhyme in, 
is the mustard seed. You know, years ago, women used to have beautiful little balls or hearts with the uh, it's mustard seed enclosed in a glass little chamber to show how small a mustard seed is. And a mustard seed, though, when I did my study, because I went beyond just my Bible study and I just went beyond my journaling and my hearing God's voice, I went to Siri and I asked her about a mustard seed. What does it look like? It says in the Bible that it grows up, you know, bigger than a, than a tree and that other birds live in it. And, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful replication of uh, the, the kingdom of God. And these things are like oak trees. Now we've got oaks in our backyard. They're like oak trees. I never imagined, because I don't think I've ever seen a mustard tree, but they are big. They are really big. And it talked about the relationship of how they grow and they go from this one little seed and they increase incredibly. And then produce thousands and thousands and thousands of mustard seeds. In Matthew 17, Jesus is dialoguing right now with the disciples because they had a upside down episode. They had watched Jesus through the days heal and turn water into wine and all the things that he was doing. So they were beginning to, like any rabbi who has followers, those followers begin to try to simulate or replicate the life of their rabbi. And so they tried to heal this young boy and it didn't work. They were really disturbed that it didn't work because they probably used the same words he used. They probably did whatever, you know, hand signals that they might have seen him do, but they couldn't do it. And when they came to him and said, you know, why couldn't we heal this little boy? He said, well, it takes more faith. And obviously the question has to be, I don't even think they asked it in the scriptures. In fact, I know they didn't that way, but they had to wonder in the face, you know, language said to Jesus, how do we increase our faith? And this is what he says to them. He replies to them, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be impossible for you. When I began to ask the Lord the very same thing of how do we increase my faith, Lord? How do we increase the faith? He said these words to me, and I want to read it right from my journal. He said again, I said to you, Jeff, through trust, each step or word of faith taken, each little tiny seed of faith taken with trust in me, which is him, your faith and trust increases. It takes a seed as small as a mustard seed to produce great faith. And then as I meditated on that, he showed me how one seed, one little seed multiplies and creates many, many seeds of the fruits that it produces. What does that mean? If you take one little step of faith backed by God's voice backed by a scripture. You take that one step, putting your trust with all your heart, with all your might in him to be faithful to what he says in his word about this step of faith that you're taking. For instance, do not worry. So then you take that scripture out of Matthew chapter six. You say to your worry, you say to your worry, you say with words of faith, believing in your heart to that worry. God will take care of that. God is working all things together for the good. God is my provider. God, and you begin to battle 
with the words of faith, like Jesus did in the desert in Matthew 4, when after 40 days of starvation and fasting and being scorched in that hot sun of the desert, the devil came using even scriptures and using temptations. Jesus rolled back and spoke the words of the scriptures, Adam, spoke those words, it is written, and he would speak it back at him, not once because the devil doesn't come just once to rob your faith. He's a robber. John 10, 10. He comes only, it says, only to rob, steal, and destroy that which has been planted in you, that has been given to you by God. In turn, as you take that first step and you speak to the situation in your life, health, you speak to it. You may not see at that moment anything. Just like when we plant a seed, when we plant that seed, we don't see it <laughs> grow. I did a teaching one time for uh, the church that I was a teaching pastor at. It was a four-week series, and I took and planted a seed in a uh, pot, and I gave them the teaching about planting the seeds and how they multiply. And the next week, we had the same planter and the seed. We would water it. We taught about watering with the Word. The Word is the, the water that refreshes you and renews you and nourishes you, And but nothing had grown. And the third week comes, and again, we're going through the teachings and the process, and nothing had grown. But But the fourth week, a sprout came up. And the use of that illustration really gave people the awareness that Jesus continued to battle with his words, but it didn't happen immediately. It didn't happen in a moment, in a second, in an hour, in a day. It takes the consistency of planting the seed and having trust that God will make it grow. That's what it says in scripture, that Apollos did this and someone did that, but God makes it grow. So you could plant the seed and with faith, you've planted that seed and you speak the word out faith and trusting in him to do what he said he's going to do. And it comes out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24. He will do what he's promised to do and then continue to water it. How do you water it? By speaking the word. The word says it is the watering of the word. And as you continue to speak that word and keep to speaking the word in faith, not what you see, not what you think, because faith, Hebrews 11.1, 1, is believing what you do not see, certain of what you hope for. The relationship of taking the first step and speaking the first word, as the, the Lord told me in my journal, and then continue to reveal, was the fact that you have to take that first step. Just like when someone tells you about Jesus Christ and says that he wants to come and live within you. He's paid for your sins. He'll forgive every sin you've ever committed. Come be born again. He says that in a sermon of a pastor, in a teaching of a, of a minister, it might be something you read. But the truth of it is it takes your first step, your first step to believe. And then as it says in Romans 10, believe with your heart and speak with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you would be saved. It's so simple, but it doesn't all happen in that moment. It happens totally in the kingdom of God. You are in deposit. You are a done deal. You are finished. Nothing can take you out of it. It's your gift from God. That's grace. That's a God love. But in turn, it took that first step. And then day after day, as you continue to water it and you continue to search the scriptures and you continue to journal and you continue to share with the community of believers, your mustard seed begins to grow. And your mustard seed, faith, 
grows and builds and strengthens and increases and magnifies itself and manifests. Are there storms? Yes. The storm comes when a plant is small. It has to be protected by community, by the scriptures. But as it gets stronger, it becomes the protection. It becomes the protection for others. It becomes a resource for others. Where people come to you and say, one of our followers said, I need help. I need prayer for this rheumatoid arthritis. And that storm comes, the community circles around, and they use their faith together, which increases faith incredibly. Does that make sense to you? I hope it does. I hope it makes sense to you. How do I increase my faith? How do I increase my faith? How do I get faith that can move mountains? How can I have faith that the words that I speak are confident and and prophetic and and, and are God's words and not my words? Through the power of the Holy Spirit that's living in you, once you've said and taken that step of faith, I accept you, want you, desire you, want to be one with you. That's when the Holy Spirit explodes within you and the kingdom of God opens up within you. And so then you need to put to practice what Jesus is teaching in Matthew 17, which is continue to plant the seeds. How? By taking a scripture. Once you have said, hey, I have a challenge, or I have an issue, or I need joy, or whatever it might be, and you begin to put forth by faith that word in affirmation, I am confident that God is with me. I am not worried. I am continually knowing that I'm strong and confident and courageous. And all the scriptures of affirmations that you need, like Jesus did in Matthew 4, in the desert against the devil. Why? Because we have a devil, a real one. We have Satan and all of his evil forces. It says that our fight and battle is not against flesh and blood. It is against the spiritual principalities in the heavenly realms. That obviously comes out of two important places. It comes out of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 20. And it comes out of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3 through 6. It recognizes for us in the scriptures, there is a real battle. There is a real battle. And then you got John 10, 10, which is the mission statement for the devil, which is he is only designed to rob, steal, destroy, kill, and demolish the seed. How do I know that? Go back to the beginning in Genesis. What did he do? He tried to snatch, and he did, snatch what God had said. And Eve spoke the very words one time of what God said. But the devil kept kept gnawing and kept tempting and kept t- taking it and robbing and stealing until she fell out of faith into self. I want the apple. <laughs> I want to be as good as God. But they were. They were created in the image and likeness of God. But he snatched that seed that God said to them. God created them in his image and likeness. God provided for them, blessed them. When you start to see the scriptures start to tie together for a real living life, but you also see the enemy in the spiritual realm, you'll understand why you need to increase your faith. It's not good enough just getting born again, except for salvation. You got eternity. But what about the 30, 60, 90 years, 120 years we have here that we have to fight the battles, but we know that we're more than conquerors, it says in Romans 8. More than conquerors. But if we're not planting the seed, if we're not watering the seed, if we're not trusting by faith in that seed being grown up and nurtured and manifested, my little granddaughter, you'll like this story, I'm sure, went to kindergarten, her first kindergarten, it might have even been preschool, but they planted in a a paper cup or maybe a styrofoam cup in soil, 
grass. When the styrofoam cup, they painted a face and it was called Harry. So they put all these seeds of grass there. And she came home. She was so excited. She must have been four or five. And she uh, was so excited and she put it on our counter. And this is Harry. And Poppy, he's going to grow hair and he's going to have long, long hair. And we're going to cut it and we're going to just make him look beautiful. <laughs> and I said, great. The next couple of days, she kept coming. And then the third day, we found her digging up the seed. And we go, Valentina, what are you doing? You can't dig up the seed. I want to see if it's growing, Poppy. I want to see if it's growing. <laughs> I give you that example because so often we lose our faith on the way to the miracle. We lose our faith in the process of the journey and the enemy's attacks and the enemy's temptations. We lose our faith and that's why we have to increase our faith. That's why we have to truly increase our faith by speaking the word, hearing the word, meditating and perceiving the word, and believing the word in our heart. Because as you believe in your heart, your mouth shall speak, it says. As you hear the word, the word brings forth faith into your heart. And as you mentally are perceiving the things of God and the words that you're speaking, then your thoughts are no longer your thought, as it says in Isaiah 55, 6 through 13. Your ways are no longer your ways, human and natural, but your ways are God's ways that are much higher. Your thoughts are his thoughts. Now you go over to the scripture that may make more sense to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting in verse 9 all the way through 16. It says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has perceived what God has going on, what God has planned, what God is doing. But it says, you have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ sees, hears, and perceives his thoughts, his ways, his words. And the process of that brings us again to understanding why Romans 12 verse 2 says that we are transformed. That is not a word of finish. Transform is a processing word, a word that is a continuation of like a waterfall that continues. That's a waterfall, but it is a waterfall that is in process of continually going over Niagara Falls, over the rocks, into the river, and more and more in continuation. That's transformation. And it takes the constant transformation to build and strengthen and encourage and build our faith that comes from the constant fanning into flame, the constant reading of the scriptures, the constant journaling, the constant speaking, the constant putting into practice one step at a time, one mustard seed at a time and allowing God to grow, make it grow. Because you know what the end result is? That when you see your faith taken and you put this to practice and it comes up to a plant, your faith increases. Just like if we became friends for, you know, the very first time and you really, we had a really great time and you really want to have another outing or an adventure or something together. And the next time we get to learn more about each other. And now you learn that you can trust even more and I can trust you more and I can then go further in our relationship. And the deeper the relationship, the more we can share, the more intimate we can become in, in understanding of each other. That's your relationship with God, with his voice, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus that building of your faith will leave you able one day to move mountains in your life, to raise valleys that come before you, to lower mountains and cast them into the sea if necessary. Increase your faith today.
We are living in a time that our faith can be increased. We're living in a time that our ability to hear God's voice, we're living in a time that truly is a wonderful time. Because in the midst of challenges and difficulties and pandemics and, you know, whatever, 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 all the things I could list down, and I don't want to give those thoughts even into the air and the atmosphere, any more, any more room in the atmosphere for them. I want to put into the atmosphere hope, faith, and love. And the greatest of these, it says, is love. Because as we begin to know his love for us, that's when we start to really give thanksgiving. It's that he loved you first and that he'll never leave you or forsake you, that he is always speaking. He is always calling upon you. He is always listening to you. That's what we are thankful for. And so in this day, give thanks unto the Lord and know that he is God. He loves you. You are the apple of his eye. You are precious and wonderfully made by him in his image and likeness. And he wants to increase and grow you to the highest level of your faith you could ever imagine. Let's get ready to grow. Let's give thanks and praise, it says in Psalms 100, and let this day be a day that truly is a growing day for you, a day of growing in your faith and in your hope and in your love. And I pray that for you. You are precious and wonderful and is the reason I do what I do, because my God has given me a mission to give you teachings, inspiration, motivation, and power, powering you to be transformed through learning to hear His voice. Thank you for listening to the Hearing God's Voice podcast. We're so glad you've joined us today. Continue to renew with us each day through these valuable spiritual teachings and tips to stay strong, both spiritually and physically in faith. If you would like to connect deeper with Jeffrey and the Renewing You Network community, find us on Facebook at Renewing You Network. You can also join us on YouTube at Renewing You Network with Jeffrey Paul and at RenewingYouNetwork.com. We look forward to more time together seeking God's transformation in your life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe so we can connect with more on this mission to hear God's voice.